Hello and welcome to today's episode of Dr. Simone's Mindspace, live from Monocle Store in Zurich. And I have a very interesting guest today. She will talk about something that I'm very passionate about too, and actually have an event starting tomorrow on the topic of there's no mountain high enough for women to climb. And this is going to be the topic of today's podcast. And next to me sits Aggie. She is uh, a good friend, a yoga teacher, a model, and a mountaineer. And um, you can be it all, you know, yeah. as a model, you don't have to just uh, be no. skinny, but you can actually have some nice muscles that yeah. do some work for you as well. And she has a very interesting mission together with a friend that I'm super excited to to hear more about they're actually going to a place where um which is close to my heart because i heard so many stories from my parents it's uh nepal and um you're going there for how many days of hiking it's a 20 day trek 20 days yeah. oh i i wish mm -hmm. i could join you guys yeah. when are you flying <laughs> Can I be yeah. like a secret passenger? I put you in into one of my duffel bags. Oh yeah, duffel bag. Yeah, no suitcase for the hiking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we're flying out on the 23rd of October. Yeah. Uh, land in Kathmandu on the 24th. And then, um, yeah, we're there for two days. Do the gear check and everything. And then we're going to fly on, I think, the 26th of October to Lukla, which also mm -hmm. happens to be apparently one of the most uh, dangerous airports. <laughs> yes, I don't know if you've yes. seen the photos of the runway. No, but, but I heard um, an interview with a pilot. It was a podcast, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, it's one of the most difficult airports yeah. to land because, yeah, because you have to land wall, yeah. very steep down because yeah. of all the mountains One side around. is like super steep and the other one you have a concrete wall. So either you fall or you crash. Yeah. And also because of the altitude, I think it's yeah. not so easy to take off. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so that's already going to be an adventure for itself. And then, yeah, then we're going to start our, um, well, maybe I should first start how I even came up with going to Nepal in the mm -hmm, first place. Mm -hmm. So um, just quickly rewinding, the Himalayas were, was always something that kind of like inspired me. Um, Mount Everest was always like, like I actually always wanted to become an astronaut when I was a child. Um, that's probably not going to happen anymore. Uh, to see the world from above, well, never say never, maybe it was like um, tourism one day. Uh, but then obviously the next closest thing would be to stand on Mount Everest, because then at least you're on top of the world. Right. And there we have something in common, because I saw my PhD as the Mount Everest, uninvincible ah. and... Yeah. I use it a lot in my therapy sessions too with clients to sort of tell them, hey, don't think you need to run up to the top mm. immediately. You go from one camp to the other and yeah. step by step you well, reach your goal. Well, my knee was also like a Mount Everest right, for me. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So, so Mount Everest. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, just that was always like kind of like inspired me. I always had it like in the back of my head. And then... Um, I think it was in 2014 or 15 I can't remember now I actually planned with my then boyfriend a trip to Kathmandu and we wanted to do the friendship highway and visit the base camp but then there was the earthquake and right. that, that didn't yeah work that out. was the same year my parents also were planning yeah. to go 
they actually went for charity instead. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah okay. As uh, medical health yeah. doctors, yeah. And then in 2020, beginning of 2020, I think it was February, uh, Nims die, which some of you might know from 14 Peaks, um, he wasn't famous then yet. He has done the 14 Peaks then already, but he wasn't famous yet somehow reached out to me uh, via Instagram. I have no idea how he found me, but reached out to me regarding teaching yoga at the base camp. Wow. So, yeah. So I was supposed to teach yoga at base camp in 2020. And I see you have goosebumps. Yeah. You got so excited about but when it. When I got that message, I was like, oh my oh God, my like, God. yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah. But then COVID happened. Oh, no. So again, oh, it didn't work out. And then uh, I stayed in co like in touch with Nims, and then he was actually back in the UK. And then I saw that he was going to Chamonix, and I reached out to him and I said, like, look, like I'm in Zurich, Chamonix is actually not that far. You know, don't you have a spare day? And let's go like for a hike around, um, yeah, um, around Mont Blanc. Um, so yeah, he was actually the first who introduced me in how to use the ice eggs, how to use crampons. I had like a little hike with him around Chamonix, and like obviously told me all his crazy stories so I got even more inspired um, but then yeah I mean with COVID the last two years it was nothing really that I planned also I was kind of stuck in South Africa and then this year I was finally okay like now I'm ready I want to do this um, so fast forward I reached out to NIMS and I asked him you know like what are the chances like is there space for a trip in October and um, yeah there was space He's also going to be there. We're going to be with him two days in the Amadablam base camp for some more training and party because he likes to party at base camp. Uh -huh. If you've seen the movie. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what's happening. We're flying on the 23rd of October. One of my best friends is coming with me. Um, together we have the Instagram account called Swiss Alpine Girls. So, yeah, Swiss Alpine Girls are going to Nepal. And, uh, Amazing. Hopefully summit the top of uh, Lubuche East Peak, which is 6,119 meters. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. So what is the requirement, the preparation before such a trip? I mean, when it comes to the altitude, you can't really prepare. Of course I mean, not. No, we, I meant more like physical yeah, and, physical and technical. Yeah. Obviously, like you need to be able to walk long distances. So, I mean, if you're used to hiking, like we hike a lot already, like we hiked last week, this week, we actually on Friday, we're doing the Weissmies, which is a 4,000er. Next week, we're doing another 4,000er. So you just, I guess, need to train yourself in being able to carry a heavy backpack and need to be able to walk for a certain amount of hours every day. Because within those 20 days, every day, we're going to walk between four and seven hours. Yeah. And it's like uphill, downhill, uphill, downhill. Yeah. And then, yeah, I guess. But the technical part would be the part I love. I, I, I'm like a Duracell battery. I can hike and walk and do yeah. whatever for for you, for incredible amounts of time. But I'm super scared mm. when it comes to all the technical parts. So for Lobuche East Peak, it's not like a super technical mountain because uh -huh. you obviously. They wouldn't even let you on a mountain like that if you're just a beginner. Because even with the 4,000 that's here, I guess if you do motor run, it's different. But 
like that is like a starting off mountain that for mm-hmm. example it was Nim's first mountain that he did and I don't know if you've heard about Christine Harila she's a Norwegian woman who's basically trying to do the same thing as Nims did and that was also her first mountain so a lot of people yeah. who start the Himalaya adventure start with Lubuchi East Peak okay so you start with that and then you slowly but like, what kind of equipment do you need to bring um so obviously very good shoes that are made for a six thousander and then crampons ice axe um that yeah the normal mountaineering stuff helmet obviously warm clothes like we're going to be sleeping outside and wow. then it's already like end of october beginning of november Ooh, where the summit push chilly, yeah no? summit push would be six of november and it goes down to minus 15. so sleeping Ooh. in a tent at that temperature is it's probably not going to be very oh, cozy. No. We also have to bring a pee bottle <laughs> because oh, of course you don't yeah, want to yeah. go outside at night when it's oh, like gee, minus no. twenty and windy. Mm. So it's like uh, yeah, it's going to be quite interesting. I I remember that was the biggest issue for for my dad. <laughs> he, he told me that but as that a guy, was like it's still easy. I mean, as yeah, a yeah, woman, but still, like the whole whole bathroom story was kind yeah. of the challenge um, for for that trip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I think uh, it's obvious, it's definitely we're going to be outside of our comfort zone. Oh, yeah. Very. But it's also a good thing. Oh, yeah, I love that. I, yeah. I, uh, I'm known to push people out of their comfort yeah. zone, unfortunately, sometimes too much. But mm. there's a fine line and you need to have the right company to, yeah. to be able to, to uh, support each other. Yeah, but that's why it's that. so nice that Sandra and I are doing it together. Cause yeah, and you, you hike, kinda, and it's very good that you already hiked so many yeah. times together. You yeah, know each hiked other. many times, like slept in a tent already, like we do the whole bivouac yeah. here. So, like, we Maybe used you to being to together and work together. Maybe you need to because I think I a lot of people have no clue. This is like, I don't understand. What is that? Okay, so the original bivouac is actually sleeping outside on a mountain without a tent, just in a sleeping bag. To see the, see the yeah, stars. Yeah, to see the stars. But, I mean, it all sounds Hello. very romantic, but I do prefer to have a tent over yeah, my head. Yeah. You never know if there's wind coming up of or whatever. Of just wanted to say. Um, so what we do is, yeah, we basically hike up mountaintops. Like last week we did, we did the Muttenkopf, which is 2,500. And we hike up there with a tent, sleeping bags, like a little blow-up mattress. We bring our own wood to make fire, food. We always bring wine because, you know, oh, nice. if you sit on top of a oh, mountain, it's nice wine. to have a glass of wine. Of and then, yeah, so we like spend the night in a tent, like, get up in the morning, make our coffee on our little gas cooker. And yeah, Aww. so we've done like trips like this many, many times before. Mm-hmm. But Nepal is obviously going to be a huge step up from that. Yeah. Incredible. 20 days of hiking. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I just came back from one week of hiking and we hiked oh, also every day. Go? We went to Engadin. Oh, nice. My favorite, favorite yeah. place. And we hiked every day between five and six, seven hours. Amazing. Yeah. And it's just so peaceful. Mm. It's, it's a, I feel like it's like a moving meditation. Yes, it is. Yeah. And I find it very interesting to see my partner too, how he relaxes mm. the most in an yeah. environment like yeah. that. It's like so soothing. Yeah. I love it. And then, of course, in the evening, you get all the good food. Oh, no, mm. the, on the way, of course, yeah. too. But in the evening, you're like, 
inhaling all the yeah. amazing food we yeah. had. We, we stayed in our holiday house, so we didn't uh, have to stay nice. in a tent. But yeah. we went <laughs> a for a nice comfort. dinner one night, and we had this huge platter of seafood. Oh wow! I've never seen that much seafood on a for two people. Especially like and if you're like in the mountain yeah, areas, it's not however, very common. Yeah, but it's, it's closer to Milan to, to oh, get the food, okay. the fish course, fresh yeah. from the from the fish market yeah. than it is to get the fish to Zurich. So okay. actually, it's fresher yeah, up in the true. mountains, which is really interesting. Hmm. But it was so good, and we ate everything. Well, no, so I'm there getting was hungry. Left. <laughs> so yeah, hiking makes you hungry. So I'm wondering, actually, how are you gonna do with with like? with the food you will have sherpas that come along as well yeah so they basically provide the tents and and the food everything because i mean if we would need to pack and plan for ourselves for 20 days no, it would obviously impossible. be impossible so it's obviously the sherpas doing all the work with like carrying all the equipment mm-hmm. like setting up the tents the camps preparing food there's going to be a mess tent where we all eat together oh nice yeah so that's like i'm looking Nepali forward to that so good yeah it's amazing i actually don't know like what oh like, yeah what type of so i have it? a beautiful little anecdote in the in thrown in here because my mentor is is um he's he's nepali um he's called ganesh acharya and he is the is the head of the obstetric and gynecology unit in Tromsø University mm-hmm. and has actually interestingly a lot of Nepali people live in Tromsø. Oh wow. They also have something called the Sherpa steps where okay. Sherpas created a step mm-hmm. up to a mountain. So they they love it there because it's surrounded by mountains. Oh, yeah. And one of the most beautiful experiences was that some of his colleagues, doctors were so excited he was home that they invited um, him and his family and I was um, his guest at that time to come for a potluck dinner so everyone cooked some special meal Mm -hmm. from their region and it was absolutely outstanding it's it had some set of spices from Indian okay. cuisine, but it's much more subtle. Okay. It's much lighter yeah. and it's much more vegetable based. Okay. And oh, nice lentils and it's um and their their chai, like their mm. tea, right? They boil the tea with milk and all mm. these spices. Oh, oh wow. it's so mm. good. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really a wonderful, wonderful evening okay. and the food really outstanding. Yeah. So yeah, I would just go for the food. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm excited. Oh that's great. That's great. Yeah, so food will be provided. We're supposed to bring I'm sure like, you bring some Swiss chocolate with you as yeah. a survival kit, right? Yeah. yeah. And like they told us to bring like little power bars and stuff yeah. like that um but yeah like the main food would be provided we'll provide by them it. Yeah. wow yeah so how are you preparing now yourself beside going on these couple of hikes ahead of time now since you work full time and yeah. you have other things to do and <laughs> I mean, you're that's quite crazy fit of course my brain is actually like <coughs> frying at the moment because there's so many things going on um where we're still trying to um, get a partner slash sponsorship because we obviously need a lot of equipment. I mean, we have equipment to like 
hike and climb in Switzerland, but that's a whole nother level. Like mm-hmm. in, you need a special shoe, like for example, either the Scarpa 6000 or Mammut has a 6000 as well. And I mean, just the shoe is like 1000. Mm-hmm. So on top of everything, you know, it's like, and then crampons, yeah, we still need the ice axe. Like there's a lot of things we still need. So we're like busy trying to like send out emails and propose who we are, what we do. Mm-hmm. Also encouraging women in this sport, especially because yeah. a lot of big mountaineers are all like men, men never really exactly. heard of a woman. And then also when it comes to like getting stuff and equipment, it's all men too. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. a lot of the summit suits for Everest, they're actually only available for men, not for it's women. It's incredible. This is really, oh, I, I want, yeah. would love to, to tell you about there, there being a book written by, I just, shame, now I forgot her name, but where she said like, hey, all emergency equipment in hospitals mm. and also firefighters and police is tailored to men yeah so a lot of women actually died in in firefighting emergencies because they would not be able to get out of their equipment or oh, their wow. equipment was too big so they they actually got caught in the fires because wow. of their equipment not suiting yeah. their their body mm. shape yeah disastrous yeah and i like <clears throat> i went to one um outdoor store the other day just to like try on different shoes and then they had like like different hiking shoots like from trail running to hiking to a little bit more and then obviously proper mountaineering and the proper mountaineering section was only for men and i was like this is <laughs> terrible i, I like, hate that okay it's so awful. um i would like to try this shoe but you don't have it for women here i i have a favorite running shoe and i run into the same issue yeah that shoe is is for long distance runners mm. and they just simply don't do it anymore for women oh, wow. and, or they they maybe i always bought the male yeah. version without knowing but apparently even though one not. would think especially in running well, like it's also no, quite no, popular in women oh you but. have no idea when i went to competing mm. i w- there was a mega line for men and there was no line for women oh, wow. that was the only time you're like oh yeah. no line yeah. for women <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you're doing this because it's important to make a statement. Mm. Yeah. Yes, so with yes, like our sponsoring emails that we sent out and everything, we're really also trying to get the idea across that. Why know, don't you use my 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 um, title? There's no mountain high enough for women oh, yeah. to climb. Yeah, we should. I, I really would love you to yeah. do that because okay. it's such Thanks. a, mm-hmm. no, but it's such a, it, it really is. Yeah. And I felt the same with doing the PhD because yeah. so few women and. But that's it, what that Christine yeah. Arila from Norway is yeah, exactly yeah. doing right now. Because yeah, yeah. she also like, she, um, I think it was like, she wanted like a special summit suit and they it came out in like really cool designs, but it was only available for men. And she was like, it's crazy. Yeah. So, and I think the more women go into that sport and try it, yeah. um, and also like to kind of like show women that they can do it, because this I think a lot of women important. don't know where to start or are scared or think they can't do it. Like even yeah. with like our Swiss Alpine Girls Instagram account, like a lot of girls always write us. So, so how do you find places where you pitch your tent? Or like, how do you know what to bring? Like. I think there's so many questions and I don't think they're strong enough, but they are. I mean, we started at zero. I mean, like my parents are the most unsportiest people in the whole world. Like Mm -hmm. I kind of like taught this myself because I had 
somehow the passion for it. Yeah. So you can start from scratch. Right. You don't have to be no, a No, and I think this is a very, this is also why I started this female empowerment mm. movement, Une Sur because who you are a member of as well. It's so important to show and be a role model for others. To say, yeah. like, hey, we can do this too. And now, for example, me too. You you said to me everyone yesterday was having a hard time at the yoga yeah. and I was the only one pregnant. And I've been, for example, as mentioned, hiking lost mm. two weeks a week ago and we in Engadine everything starts from 2300 yeah. something which is already like yeah it's a bit of a um, border of yeah. whether you should be up there but you know what I didn't have any issues mm. with breathing whatsoever yeah my partner has been breathing more than me plus in the morning I went running up to two and a half thousand yeah. meters every morning yeah and I didn't feel anything mm. and I'm now soon seven month pregnant yeah and so yeah, i think this you is, know it's yeah. like a mindset thing yeah. too you can tell me whatever you want and that's but the thing i think, I think society really tells you oh you can't you do have this to be careful oh girls are not strong enough yeah to do yeah that. And, oh if you're pregnant yeah. you should be careful don't overdo yeah. it like I'm, like what no yeah you should, you should do exactly as before yeah exactly it's nothing different in I'll probably be hiking Mount Everest one day when I'm pregnant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should. I wonder should, if a pregnant woman no, ever you, did that. But I mean, that is very to go dangerous. Up there. Yeah. No, 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 no. You, there is actually a limit of amount of time you're allowed to be above mm. two thousand six hundred meters oh, above okay. sea level, which okay. is more, not more than one and a half hours. Oh, wow. Because of lack of oxygen, if yeah. you are not having enough oxygen in mm. your system your baby will yeah. not get enough oxygen and yeah. that is obviously not yeah. a good thing so no no mount mm. everest but 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 still hiking yeah exactly yeah. Um, yeah. just in the area that is around two and a half to three thousand mm. is yeah. fine yeah. yeah and there's plenty of beautiful hikes there too oh yeah that I'm are challenging too yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. You should do the one we did last week to Mutzenkopf. It's yeah. beautiful. And the hut up there, Mutzehütte, the SRC hut, yeah. is super nice. Very oh, cozy. Great. And the view, it actually looks a little bit in Norway because you look over the Limmeren Sea and it looks like a fjord. Where is that hut? Uh, um, Lintal. Ah, oh, in the yeah. Grana Alpe. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, There's cool. a yeah. We yeah, did next a, time. I'm I want to go hiking. I will consult mm, you. It's so super tomorrow beautiful. I'm going Check up. it out on Swiss Alpangas. The photos I are there. Will. It looks I will. amazing. Yeah, tomorrow we go up to this uh, Furklasurlei. Ah, it's about yes. uh, yeah. Korv- it's on Korvach. It's okay. one of my favorites. Yeah, with a view over the whole valley of Engadine. I've actually never been there in summer. I've only always been oh, up there in winter so time. Magic. Yeah. I actually prefer it in summer. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Or in fall. Yeah. With the fall orange is tree. nice. Beautiful. Maybe we still go before we leave. But yeah. yeah. Friday we're doing the Weissmies, which is a 4,000 day. Where is that one? Um, now you ask me some. I think it's like towards Sermat. Yeah. Yeah. So we're meeting our mountaineer in Fisch tomorrow, and then we keep on driving, and then we go up to the Esatzehütte, stay there for the night, and then mm-hmm. by sunrise we get up and do the summit push, nice. and then back down on Friday. Super nice. Yeah. 
impressive. <laughs> But I think the, the most impressive part is and the most passionate I'm about about your trip is really this like showing like, hey, we as women can do it too. Yeah. And it's not reserved just to men. Mm. And yeah, to, to simply, simply be a role model for other women yeah. and empowering other women because and I think also, it's yeah. super important to be active. Yeah, but also like for women that are not, I mean, I'm not a professional climber. Like there's definitely yes, girls exactly. out there that have yeah. they've done more 4,000ers than me or they've done the Matterhorn already. Like, you know, I, I can count two 4,000ers that I've mm -hmm. done so far, but I'm like, you know. Who cares? I like pushing myself and I think as yeah. long as you believe that you can, everything else will work out. Will align. And so. I think what, what what is really important there about you like to push yourself, but you also know your limits, right? Yeah. Because I think it becomes only dangerous and that is exactly like with me and my, my crazy running <laughs> four hours a day and hiking six yeah. hours a day when pregnant is I know my limits. Yeah. I know my body. And doing headstands during my yoga class. Oh, yeah, sure, <laughs> always. Yeah, apparently you shouldn't do inversions. But that is oh. the way that with a, with an asterisk, if yeah. you're experienced, you can exactly. do it. So, um, yeah. Um, but, but um, no, uh, I meant like, you know your body. Mm. You know your limits. You know when it's too much. Yeah. And there you will not do the stupid extra mile that yeah, is not necessary yeah. and I think that's also a difference between mm. women and men yeah. when it comes to being competitive mm. and, and that there is a level of cautiousness yeah. and actual brain <laughs> <laughs> when deciding you know yeah yeah when so, to like draw yes, the line yes yeah, yeah. I yeah. think so 100% Yeah. So when are we going to be able to hear more about your trip? Well, we, we're leaving in seven and a half weeks now. So, yeah, um, we should get a check-in before you yeah, leave. Yeah, 100%. See how and we're doing maybe with, like, we can packing. have a little little short remote session when you're, when you're, um, when you're in Nepal. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah to get to know how mm. it's going. Yeah can have like a walkie-talkie kind of yeah exactly <laughs> satellite phone podcast. yeah <laughs> i remember my mom saying when she was young she would travel a lot around the world yeah. in quite dangerous places yeah especially uh, back then it yes was very yes different. and also she went to to the middle east um mm. oh, wow. she, she she actually was um tracking through uh, afghanistan um, wow yes yes um But yeah, back then it was still different. Um, so anyhow, no news was good news. So, yeah, so that was their credo. That is, that's true. But uh, I would love news. to hear, obviously. Yeah, uh, and I hope our listeners too. too yeah, how no, it's going? Yeah. yeah, it's going but, to be very but, exciting. Um, we'll we'll put your your Instagram um, into into the notes so people Thanks. can follow you guys and and see how you're doing and. If anyone has creative ideas how to support women in not only women in science and in, in their careers, but also women on peaks, then uh, please reach out to them directly the best, I would say. Yeah. And um, yeah, story to be continued. I'm so excited. Thanks, me too. <laughs> yeah. All right, talk soon. Bye. Bye.